This is Glenn McQuaid. And this is Larry Fessenden. And you are listening to... Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. (laughs) Forgive me, dear listener. One can get carried away. And speaking of which, what if you had no hope whatsoever of getting carried away? No escape of any kind except through the power of your own mind? Well, we have a little tale for you that asks that question. Let us bring our thespians to the stage to present to you Glenn McQuaid's Die sleeping, my sweet. Do you hear that? Not the most pleasant of ambiances, is it? But that's the soundtrack to my reality, so, like doctors tell folks with tinnitus, you better learn to live with it, cause you're gonna die with it. My name is Guy Elliott. Maybe you've heard of me. I'm a tennis pro, or at least I was until... Well, uh, nowadays all I can manage to do is lay here in this hospital room. I'm in a coma, you see, and uh, that's not even the worst thing about it. Want to know the punchline to the bad joke that is my existence? I am completely cognizant aware of my surroundings, aware of the staff that tend to me, change my bed sheets, my diapers, clip my nails, shave my face, cut my hair, and massage my useless limbs. I'm there for all of it. They just don't know it. It's a strange existence, I'll admit, but I'm not after your sympathy. Believe me, it could be worse. I have a few tricks up my sleeve that keep me sane. For instance, if I concentrate, I can, for want of a better word, transport myself to just about anywhere I can imagine. Take that dreadful machine, for example, the one that breathes for me, and that god-awful heart monitor. With a little imagination, they can all just go away. There's an old saying, we do not remember days, we remember moments. And this is one moment I return to over and again. The cool sea breeze against my face, the hungry gulls above, and above them, the distant traffic that moves lazily along the Pacific West Coast Highway. This is Drake's Cove, and this is where it all began. There I was, enjoying a brief respite from training when... Help me! Help me! My... My God! Hold, hold on! I can't... I can't... I, swear. Look, lady! Lady, just... Hold, hang on! 
I'll, I'll get you back to shore. Come on now, just come on, breathe. <laughs> Are you okay? I, I think so. What the hell were you doing out there if you can't swim? I was... I was teaching myself to swim. Teaching yourself to swim? That's what pools are for. Those riptides can pull out even the strongest swimmer. Tell me about it. I must seem awfully stupid to you. Well, no, it's just... I'm glad you're okay. You're... You're Guy Elliot, aren't you? That's right. Well, thank you. Thank you for saving my life, Mr. Elliot. Call me Guy, please. I'm forever in your debt, Guy. And yours? Mine? Your name? Claudia. Okay. Claudia, do you uh, see that villa all the way across the bay? Yes. Well, that's my home. And that's where I'm taking you for a stiff drink. You deserve one after that scare. As do you. There was a, a mystery to her that already on that first day of knowing her, I had to unlock. Her eyes, as dark as her hair, seemed to have witnessed things, things that I hoped she might one day share with me. She had strength and a determination that, well, smitten as I was, I mistook for something less nefarious. And that'll get the life back into you. What is that? Scotch. It's, uh, smoky. It's beautiful here. You can see all the way across the bay to where you saved me. I really should be on my way, though. I've been too much of a burden already, and... I, no, no, the truth is, I... I was miserable. Feeling sorry for myself until you came along. And, well, I... I don't want you to go. Please, tell me you'll stay. I'll stay. That night, after we made love, I fell even deeper under her spell. I felt like the luckiest man alive for having plucked this wondrous, strange creature out of the ocean. This is your wife? Veronica. Wasn't that her name? Uh, uh, yes, that was taken on our honeymoon. I was sorry to hear about what happened. I was wondering if you knew about that. Pregnant wife of tennis legend found dead in swimming pool? It was hard to avoid the headlines. God, it must have been horrible for you. They say there were drugs in her system. Strange drugs, things I'd, I'd never even heard of. I just... I still can't believe she kept all of that from me. I guess you never really truly know someone until... Until it's too late. I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, that's okay. It's most people are afraid to mention her or... Or your unborn child. Yes. I still feel like I could have saved them if only I had been there for them. You were there for me. You saved me. I did, didn't I? Oh, by the way, young lady, what were you doing on Drake's Cove, anyway? <laughs> I told you. I was learning to swim. <laughs> yeah, but why there? 
And, and not that, not that I mind, but Drake's Cove is private property. Your private property. Okay, you caught me. I read that you bought the cove because it sits directly across the bay from your house, and, well, I was wandering above, and I wondered if I might catch a glimpse of the great guy Elliot below. And, well, when I did, I... You ran into the ocean. <laughs> Foolish, aren't I? I don't think so. Against the better judgment of my family and friends, we were wed within months of that chance encounter. On the first night of our marriage, that's when I realized I had really no idea who or what this woman was. How dare you question me? I have every right to ask my wife what she was doing out until 3 a.m. On, on this, our wedding night. I was out with an old friend. Your what old friend? Garrett Geddes. Garrett Geddes is a, a playboy and a, a crook. Yeah, and he's twice the man that you are. He's a womanizer. Good. Claudia. Pig. Fucker. That's not a nice thing to say, Claudia. Oh, isn't it? What? What's gotten into you? What are you, drunk? If only... Did you sleep with him? No, Guy. We didn't get around to too much sleeping, if you know what I mean. What? How... How could you do this? <laughs> Poor guy. You should have left me to drown like you did that drugged-up tramp of a dead wife of yours. And that was just the start of my marriage to sweet, sweet Claudia Elliott. Hello, Mr. Elliott. How you doing today? Pretty good, Antonio. How about you? I'm just fine, thank you for asking. Antonio always does that. He answers me like he hears me. The first time it happened, it really threw me, and I thought, Eureka! But no, no, it's just a little game of his, of ours. Antonio talks to me like he actually knows I can hear him. Keeps me company, even reads to me between telling me all about the trials and tribulations of his turbulent love life which is pretty decent of him, considering as far as everyone else here is concerned, he's talking to the wall. Ready for adventure and intrigue? Do I have a choice? Where were we? Oh, that's right. Damien Foxworth escaped the submarine, only to wind up trapped inside the Crimson Tower deep inside the Kangha jungle. We're on to our 12th Damien Foxworth spy novel, and actually, he escaped the tower using his Zippo lighter, of all things. He always escapes. Oh, wait, that's right. He used Morse code with his lighter to get the attention of the villagers below. That was so exciting. It was kind of exciting. Maybe a bit predictable, but I don't have too much of a say in this little book club of ours. If I, if I could speak up right this very second, I'd ask for a good horror novel. Mr. Elliot, before we go on with the story, there's something that I need to talk to you about. Here we go. Frank and I broke up. Frank is his, uh, well, was his boyfriend. I've met Frank a few times. He works in imaging here at the hospital. I was there for their blossoming romance. Only problem with it was, and I called it, Frank is married. I'm sorry to hear that, Antonio. That's okay, Mr. Elliot. I'll get through it. 
Though, as you know, I thought that he was the one. He was nice, fine, moody, yes, but he had the nicest lips. Oh, <laughs> I'll miss kissing those fat lips of his. And he had the loveliest brown eyes. But did I ever tell you he was closeted? Yes. And he's a porn addict. He even collects the soundtracks. He would play them to me and we would reenact the scenes, mostly but from Bear Mountain and Bear Precinct Break. I will miss his cock, though. It was a nice cock. But there are many cocks in the city, believe me, I know. Of all shapes, colors, sizes. Mind you, one thing that I'm not is a size queen. Unless I'm out being a big old puta, and then, oh, okay, only then will a large cock be the only cock that will do. Antonio. Hey, hey, doctor, you shouldn't creep up on people like that. I was reading to Mr. Elliot. Dr. Peterson. Another good one. Though she has never entertained the idea of talking to me, from day one she's been nothing but kind and, even now, concerned for me. How is our favorite resident? Good, but I don't think he likes this book. What makes you say that? Just a hunch. I just got a call from Mrs. Elliot. She will be visiting late tomorrow evening. She hasn't been here in over a year. Now why all of a sudden do you think she's coming to see him? I don't know, but I'm glad to have her attention. There's something I want to talk to her about. Can you get Mr. Elliot ready for his visitor? You hear that, Mr. Elliot? We're going to get you nice and presentable for your wife. Uh, let me tell you about the last time I saw my darling wife. You mind telling me why you just drove past our villa? It's a secret, darling. An anniversary surprise. I didn't know you cared. <laughs> of course I care. I mean, where would I be without my raging success of a husband? The bottom of the sea with all the other hags, I'd imagine. <laughs> Come on now, don't sulk, guy. Can't you find a way to take out all of this anger on the courts? Speaking of courts, I spotted you with Mark Jenkins yesterday. Why didn't you say hello? Mark Jenkins is a grifter. I know how to handle grifters, darling. Oh, I know you do. Look in the glove box. What's this? Well, what does it look like? It's a gift. You are full of surprises, aren't you? Well, aren't you going to open it? Is it going to explode in my face? It's a peace offering, guy. <laughs> a hip flask. I had it inscribed. See? To my darling guy, yours in eternity, see. Well, this is very thoughtful. What are you after? Can't a woman just get her husband a gift without some ulterior motive? In theory, yes. Aren't you going to open it? Drink to a new beginning? Does that sound so bad now? That depends. On what? Mark Jenkins. Mark was just a fling. I ended it last night. And a Rashid. <laughs> Why, Guy, you do keep tabs on me, don't you? Well? What can I say? I've been a fool. That I can drink to. Glenlivet. 64. The Winchester Collection. <laughs> you do know your scotch. Here, even you will appreciate this. Not while I'm driving, but have a sip for me. Do you like it? <clears throat> yes, it's a, a complex one. Pear, orange, 
blackberry and uh, something else, uh, earthy. <clears throat> no, uh, chalky. Oh? <clears throat> Claudius, something's... Please pl- pull over, please. I... I'm sorry, what's that, darling? Oh, gosh. Something seems tainted. Tainted. Did you, did you, what did you, what did you, what did you do? My guy, you're making no sense whatsoever. Please, help, help me, help me. You can't hold your liquor like you used to. Or maybe it's my little herbal additions you're having difficulty with. Why did you put it, tell me? Oh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Claudia, tell me what you, just a little something called scopolamine. Have you heard of scopolamine? It's all the rage in South America. It makes people agreeable to, well, just about anything. For instance, you might talk a pregnant woman into going for a swim in her pool. You might even convince her to hold her breath for as long as she can. Forever. In fact, my wife, my child, oh God, no, no. Aren't I awful? How's that for timing? We're here. Look, guy, right back where it started. That's Drake's Cove below. Now, guy, do me a favor. Hoot yourself over into the driver's seat. Guy, now don't be difficult. Be a good boy and shift over. That's it. That's my guy. Veronica. No, please. Veronica. Oh, hush up, hush up, guy. Stop being such a baby. Veronica. You killed my wife, you murderer. Did you see that sign there? Veronica. Oh, no. (laughs) It says, beware of cliff falling. Cliff that's a 300-foot drop straight ahead. No, Tom. And you're going to drive right over it. No. Guy, I want you to drive straight ahead for me. No, please, no. Just start by putting your foot on the brake. You can do that. Brake? Yes, that's it. I'll even turn on the ignition for you. No. No. Now I want you to drive straight ahead for me. All you have to do is take your foot slowly off that brake and put it onto the accelerator. Oh, you murderer! (laughs) Sticks and stones, guy. Now come along. She's waiting for you, guy. Veronica's waiting below for you on Drake's Cove. That's the last time I saw my snake of a wife. You look tired today. Yeah, you'd think a fella in a coma could get some sleep, but all I can think about right now is Claudia and whatever the hell she wants. I don't like your wife, Mr. Elliot. Me neither, Antonio. Me neither. I saw Frank earlier. He walked right by me. Can you believe that? I had to go to imaging for scans, and there he was. Hello, Antonio. Mrs. Elliot is here. Uh, Mrs. Elliot, you remember Antonio? He's been taking great care of Mr. Elliot. I remember. 
Claudia, please, have a seat. I'd prefer to stand. For what I've come to say won't take long. Well, actually, there's something I wanted to run by you before... I don't have time for that. There are just some tests that I'd like to do to check your husband's neural pathways. My husband's neural path... My husband is a vegetable, Dr. Peterson, and it is time that we stop playing this expensive charade. What do you mean? She finally got the right to end of life. I finally worked it out with my lawyers, and it's time we've all faced up to what should have been done years ago and pull the fucking plug. Pull the plug? Yes, where is it? I'll do it right now. Save myself from having to pay another month's rent. But you can't do that. Oh, I most certainly can. I am fully within my rights to do so as of today. Where is it? Where's the plug? There's no plug. Is it over there? That's the air conditioner. Mrs. Elliot, is there please. A button? I'll push it. Where is it? Claudia, there is protocol to be followed if you wish to take your husband off life support. There is legal paperwork that needs to be agreed upon and signed. So? Go get it. What are you two just standing around for? Come on, let's make it happen. Andale, andale. I'll have to talk to administration, get the legal papers required. That might take... Jesus H. Christ, you mean I have to come back to this dump? When? Well, at least 24 hours. Come back tomorrow. I will try to have everything in its right place by then. You'll try? You had goddamn well better try. Good day to you, doctor. Can she really do this, doctor? She's been campaigning for it for years. And yes, it's finally within her rights to do as she pleases. Antonio, in all your time with him, has Mr. Elliot ever given you even the slightest indication that he might be conscious? Come on, Antonio, do a fella a favor. No. Ouch. But that hasn't stopped you from interacting with him the way you do. So why is that? It's just a a feeling. A feeling? I know what it feels like to talk to myself, believe me. But this is different. I can't quite explain it, but I feel a connection with him. I feel like my words are are not falling on deaf ears. boy, Antonio, there is a doctor in Switzerland. She just published the most astonishing paper on a comatose patient of hers. Go on. For years, this patient lay on a hospital bed, showing no signs of consciousness since sustaining brain trauma in a car accident. Sounds familiar. Dr. Gwerter was convinced the patient was in a vegetative state. And, well, now it appears that she was able to communicate with this patient. It turns out her patient was conscious, completely self-aware the entire time. He just could not communicate anything to the outside world. And you think that might be the case with Mr. Elliot? I don't know. I do. How did they communicate? Through a series of questions designed to activate different areas of the brain. It's a sort of yes or no interview performed while the patient is in an MRI. And you want to perform this on Mr. Elliot? Well, I did. But without the next of kin's signature, I can't do a thing. Oh, it was a long shot anyway. I'll email you the paper before I leave tonight. Perhaps if we can get permission, we could use it on one of our other patients. Dr. Peterson, I don't read to any of our other patients. I'm sorry, Antonio. Legally, she could have ended care today. I just bought us 24 hours to say goodbye. Shit. We're closed. 
what? Hi. Hi. Can I come in? I thought we agreed. Hey, 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 wait a minute. What's going on? I need a favor. A favor? That's Guy Elliot, isn't it? Hi, Frank. I need a brain scan. You need a... Who ordered it? No one. I did. I am. Now. Right now, I'm ordering you to scan a brain. You can't just barge in here and tell me to scan a brain. Oh, really? That's funny, because that is exactly what I'm doing. Is this some kind of ploy to try and get back with me. Frank, shut up and help me get him into the MRI, or I will call your wife right now and tell her you like having sex with 350-pound hairy gay men. How about that? You wouldn't. I'll call her right now. I don't give a shit. You know I can't scan a patient without paperwork. Scan the fucking brain, Frank. God damn it, Antonio. Now help me get him under to a table. Ready? This is blackmail. Go. We could both get fired for this. Like we couldn't have both gotten fired that time that I gave you a blowjob in OR8? So, uh, what? You, you, you want me to scan his brain? Five times. I don't have time for that. It's the night shift, Frank. The only thing you got going on here is bear porn. And I'll need the feed while you're doing it. I'll be talking to him. You'll be what? Frank, just do it. Just move him into the machine. Hello, Mr. Elliot. I, I don't know if you can hear me. Well, I can. But I think you can. And I need you to do something for me, okay? I'm going to ask you five simple questions, and they will be yes or no questions. And after each question, we're going to scan your brain, so they'll be 10 minutes apart each. If the answer to my question is yes, I want you to visualize playing Tennis. Tennis? I want you to imagine hitting a tennis ball as hard as you can with your racket. So just give it your best shot if the answer to my question is yes. And if the answer is no? If the answer is no, I want you to think about wandering around that big old villa of yours, which I've seen on the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Just picture yourself walking from the room to room, remembering the layout as you go. You think you can do that? Sure, I can do that. Are you high, Antonio? Because this is nuts. It's not nuts to answer yes. It's to visualize playing tennis, a motor activity. We show activity here in the precentral gyrus. Duh. And to answer no, to visualize wandering from room to room would activate the part of the brain governing spatial awareness right here in the temporal lobe. I just read a whole paper on it last night. Yeah, you're pretty cute when you get all technical like this. Get a room. Frank, this is bigger than the two of us. Okay, Mr. Elliot, before I start, I need you to know that I won't get the results of these scans for an hour, so we're going to be in the dark until then. My first question is a simple one. Ready? Yes. Is your name Guy Elliot? <laughs> for my next question. Go right ahead. Are you a female? 
Not the last I checked. Okay, uh, my old house, the villa, uh, the rooms, uh, the, the stairs. Okay, guy, I have another question for you. Ask me about Claudia, Antonio. Does two plus two equal four? Okay, just two more questions to go. Claudia. Do airplanes travel underwater? Who writes this shit? My last question. Ask me about my murderous wife, please. God damn it, ask me. Are you conscious, guy? Can you hear me? This had better be important. I didn't order any tests, Doctor. Wait just a goddamn minute. You're shitting me. When? Doctor, answer me this. Do I still have the rights to end of life? Good. She can still pull the plug? Conscious or not, he's caught in a legal loophole, and the only thing I can think to do is talk to him about it. How long do we have until she gets here? Not long. I fitted him with the neuroimaging headset, Doctor. What is that thing? It's instantaneous scanning. Where did you get it, Doctor? I pulled some strings. It means we can have a real-time conversation with him. It'll even feed his response into my laptop, which will then trigger audible yes and no responses. You ready, Mr. Elliot? Oh, you're damn right I am. Come on, come on, time to talk about sweet, sweet Claudia Elliot. Hello, Guy. This is Dr. Peterson. I guess you already know that. The actions that Antonio gave you to visualize are the same. Tennis for yes, and wander the house for no. I think you were aware that time is of the essence, so I'll get right to it. Do you wish to remain alive, Guy? Oh. I've thought about this for a, a very long time. There have been times, long, ugly periods, where I have felt that it would be better if I just simply ceased to exist. Guy, did you understand my question? It's going to happen sooner or later. That monitor will flatline, and I'll just drift away. Do you wish to remain alive, Guy? It won't be unwelcome when it happens. You're sure you communicated with him? Yes. It happened. But in the meantime... Do you wish to remain alive, Guy? I might as well stick around. Yes. Good. You're with us. Now, bear with me as I ask you a string of simple questions that... No. 
Sorry, Doc, but uh, I gotta get something off my mind. Yes. Yes. What was that? Uh, uh, no. Uh, yes. Yes. Guy, are you okay in there? No. No. D Guy, I, I, I don't understand. Antonio, think like a spy. What would Damien do? This is weird. No. No. Yes. Yes. Th th this is... Something's wrong. Wait. I know what this is. This is Morse code. Give me a pen. No. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. W-I-S. He spelled Weef. Weef? No. That's an E. He just spelled wife. a boy, Antonio. Holy shit. Guy, is there something you want us to know about your wife? Yes. She's on her way here, Guy, to take you off life support. And it's still within her right. Can you think of any reason that she should not have that right? Yes. What the hell is going on in here? Get out of here, lady. You do not have permission to be here. Get my husband out of that contraption or so help me, I will sue this hospital to its foundations. What the? Stop her! Get your hands off me! Stop it! Stop treating me like I'm some sort of criminal! Yes. Is... is that... is that him? Yes. N no Guy? Yes. I know you're suffering. I... I've come to put an end to all of that. Criminal. What... what... what did you call me? He said yes when you said criminal. No! Is she a criminal guy? Yes. No, no, that thing is faulty. It's, it's got a screw loose. Did she put you in a coma? Yes. The lies! Lies, that's, that's not my husband! No, no, no! I, I've got every right to switch this fucker off, and that's what I'm here to do! No, not if there's suspicion of foul play, you can't. Oh, it's my word against the vegetables! Take her to security! No! Get your hands off of me! It was just a horrible misunderstanding. Guy, I, I love you. You know that, right? Don't tell them. Don't tell them a thing. Y you forgive me, don't you? Don't you? No. Did you hear the news? Yes. They put her away for 175 years. And I hope she's alive for every last one of them. As for me, things aren't so bad. The communication situation is improving by the month. Soon I'll be able to have whole conversations. I picked up that book you asked for, The Werewolf of Glen Abbey. I even have a say in this little book club of ours. Oh, and Frank bought me a record. It's the soundtrack to Bear Island 2. You're going to love it. But this music club, that's all him. Listen to Die Sleeping My Sweet by Glenn McQuaid, produced and directed and sound designed by the Pale Man, Larry Fessenden, and Glenn McQuaid. 
actors in tonight's program were Larry Fessenden, Juan Carlos Hernandez, Teresa Kelsey, John Sweridakis, Matthew Stephen Huffman, and Caprice Benedicti. Foley performed by Chris Scotchdepole, Ben Duff, Tessa Price, technical director Lee Nussbaum. Guitar by Jack Fessenden, saxophone by Larry Fessenden. Special thanks to Laura Kern, Rufus Duram, and Greg Sherman from Lincoln Center. And to our live audience, thank you. Copyright 2018. Tales from Beyond the Pale. Terror on the baby monitor. Johnny Boy. Only on Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. <laughs>